there was actually a, a genius tweet was like this girl's been doing the renegade all damn day like i know she's tired like because everyone's like let's legitimize her like we'll make her do the renegade here yeah. and here and here and i'm like this bitch is exhausted she's like okay <laughs> welcome back to all the girls and gays and freaky listeners welcome to another episode of complete chaos and speaking of chaos it has strictly been a chaotic week online in the world in general but we're gonna give you a bit of a break from that and dive into our personal pits and peaks in a very internet-y fashion week roundup plus we have a very special guest today who's an expert of internet culture who we can't wait to speak to about the meteoric rise of tiktok <laughs> that was the craziest sentence that ever came out of your life. leave that one in though i like it because it was it spoke to how justin's state is thank right you now. so much <laughs> um should we get started let's do it I am Justin Moran, and I have a complete stomach full of coffee and no other food, so I'm feeling crazy. That's sweet. And I'm Peyton Dix. <laughs> and this is Internetty, where each week we break down all the celebrities, stories, memes, and trends that you should give a shit about online. Justin. <laughs> How are you? I'm like losing my mind. You're not well. Yeah, like <laughs> I want to be clear to everyone that I am not okay. And I don't know what the issue is, but I went to Bean and Bean to get just like a black coffee. Yeah. And I'm I'm like floating. Like my energy feels completely chaotic. Floating sounds positive to me though. Yeah, but it feels crazy. Like, and I hate to be that bitch that's like, mm, the coffee made me feel so crazy. But yeah. I'm actually that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, tell me how your week has been. Week has been long as she normally is, but I'm in my Phil Collins t-shirt and I'm feeling exceptional. So here we are. Okay, Peyton, let's start with the lows and get into your pit this week. Thank you. I actually will love ending on a high note for us. That'll be that'll be sweet. So my pit this week involves an icon, Rosa, of TikTok fame, who is just really creating culture right now, I would say. <laughs> and also, like, saving my life, honestly, is bringing me joy. And James Charles, who doesn't bring me joy. So Rosa is, like, one of her main videos on TikTok that blew up was, like, the open your purse. Please embed it here if possible. If not, you get, you just get my description. Open your purse. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just, like, a genius. Um, it's, like, a character that is played by a real-life person named Adam. And James Charles basically redid like a famous Rosa video one on Snapchat not even on TikTok so it's like at least stay in the medium okay <laughs> come on any performer would know that and then also as and this is something we'll get into later in TikTok is like the amount of like white commodification of like POC created things mm. is really a an issue yeah. and something that I'm glad so many people are calling out more. So like on a serious note, and it's also just like you're not even doing it well and like your accent sounds crazy and like no one's asking for this for you. Like just beat your face and move on and like it was like gross. Did James watch. Charles give Rosa credit or like link back to like here's the originator of everything? Of course I found this video though on Twitter. Okay. Which was a screen recording of James Charles's Snapchat. Right. That's too many mediums again. Oh, there's too much is going on. I hate the internet. Let's all go off. So I have no clue what came before or after that, but I'm still just disappointed to even like see that on my feed. Right. I mean, because James Charles's audience is like 
quadruple the size of oh, Adam for sure. at this point. So for most sure. people are probably like, oh, this is funny. James Charles, you know, comedy routine. Right. And it's comedy like, routine. actually comedy routine. <laughs> Ooh, James Charles branches out into comedy. <laughs> I never want to see it. But... I actually don't even want to ask you if you have a pit because you strictly only have peaks these days. I love a double peak. You love a double peak. This podcast is the only place where I experience this much joy. So yeah, I, and I need to channel it somewhere. I know. We got to fix that after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, but tell me your double peak. Yeah. Okay. So last night I was at Baby's All Right, which for people who don't know, is a small music venue in Brooklyn. And I was going to see the Ali and AJ show. An iconic duo. An iconic duo. Former Disney stars. And they're kind of like becoming sort of like indie, like cool girl, like weirdo pop. Like great allies. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, Actually great allies because like a portion of their tour goes to the Trevor Project, which is a really great LGBTQ Didn't they do that last year too? Yeah, yeah. So, love that. I know. So they're consistent. Honestly. Um, but I love them both so much. And after the show, I went backstage to say hi to them, mostly because they call me Sweet Justin. Yes, and yes. nobody else in my life calls me sweet. So I <laughs> need to see Ali and AJ at least once a year to be reminded that yeah. it's possible Reaffirm for me. It. Reaffirm yeah. it. I love that. <laughs> um, but so I go back there and they immediately are like, Sweet Justin, and like give me a hug. But they're surrounded by Vanessa Hudgens. Mm. So it's Ali and AJ and Vanessa Hudgens just schmoozing backstage yeah. as like former Disney stars went through the depths of hell and now they're hell. like adults like hanging out together and I just thought it was so sweet because they're still friends. Yeah, did they did they seem like really Yeah, it was like super chill. Like yeah. they were like um, Vanessa, do you want a t-shirt? And she's like, yeah. And then <laughs> Allie to their tour manager was like, get us a medium and a small because Vanessa has a new boyfriend that she was with. I don't know who it was, but he looked like a basic like Williamsburg man because she uh-huh. just broke up with her long yes, time boyfriend. Yes, yes. Which, did we talk Not about that ever? Not to spill those beans. <laughs> no, Vanessa broke up with that man that looks like an All Saints employee. Um. I'm screaming. I used to work at All Saints, and that's why I'm screaming. I've worked with 20 of him, so you're absolutely correct. Yeah. That was an amazing analysis. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, people love him. I don't know. I don't know who that know. is, but she looked like she was having a great time with this man. Go off. More power to her. And she was wearing, like, a little police cap. Yeah. Um. Anyway. She does that. She loves yeah. police cap. She also did a little rap the other day. I don't, did you see that? I didn't, but oh. maybe she's having a little too much fun. Sometimes. You know she likes to branch out <laughs> a little too far. But that is really cool to see them in the flesh, like, healthy and alive and yeah. not, like, trapped in well, contracts you know that they can't get out Exactly. Of. <laughs> like, you know that Disney just, like, fucked them all up oh, and sure. they're, like, still... Actually, they're better than ever. Okay, what was your peak this week? My peak this week was Wendy Williams. And her mm. tickle bitties and her problematic ass in oh Telfar. I know. She did that as like a redemption campaign. I think so. Like I low-key think her stylist was like, you need to put this shirt on. Yeah. I mean, no, she like rocked it. And I like, and someone had said like, this is very New York specific, but someone's like, ugh, get her to host the next Poppy Juice. <laughs> I was right. screaming. But I, and also like maybe though, like maybe I'd bite. I don't know. Well, but wait. So, for people listening who don't know who Telfar is, which yeah. you absolutely should. Yes, yes. Please, right now, do the work. Actually, our our very own Justin here, like, produced with the help of Oscar Oak, phenomenal photographer, produces gorgeous Jessica Simpson photo shoot with Sonia <laughs> Morgan from Real Housewives, and t- like with all Telfar accessories, and it was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, we we ate good that. That day. was good. You I don't know if I'll good. ever top that one. Yeah, that was. <laughs> Birdie, that, that was also a oh, birdie, too. Yeah. 
Justin's like, yeah, bitch, maybe I've, maybe I snapped. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. Anyway, Telfar is an amazing, amazing, amazing brand. Um, you should be paying attention to right now. And like the, that's, if you've ever heard of the Bushwick Birkin, it's like the Telfar bag for like, it's accessible, it's cute, it's vegan leather, and it's for the cool youth in Brooklyn that can afford it. <laughs> but it's actually cheap. I mean, it I is. go at my train stop in Bushwick. Yeah. There are, every morning on my way to work, there are at least like four Telfar bags. Yeah. So. Wait, okay, so describe the shirt that Wendy was wearing on the show, because it's crazy. It just says Telfar, but the letters are really, really long and skinny. And she also, like, we can't deny she has huge tits. So, like, <laughs> it does stretch in a way that I can't, I love. Like, you know, it's it's a turtleneck. It's really drawing attention. <laughs> I clearly am so into fashion that I'm oh describing this very well. But there is a really great clip that Telfar posted afterwards. So in the clip, she like, this is so random. And I love that they chose, like, it's almost kind of shady and kind of genius that they posted this specific clip of uh, when Wendy Williams notices her wig is kind of off and she like readjusts it violently, like pull, snatches her own <laughs> wig and adjusts it like ferociously. And it was like, what the hell? Like to herself. Mid filming on like live, <laughs> it's crazy, but that's like very Wendy Williams. She's a pro, she yeah. was like, I'm not gonna look foolish. She's on like, I'm like, show. I'm gonna give it to you straight. Yeah. <laughs> my hair looks a mess, <laughs> but anyway, so that was my peak. Okay, so what is your second peak? Okay, so my second peak is Orlando Bloom randomly appearing at Fashion Week, and we haven't seen him, I don't think, all month, wearing a monochromatic suit and a little dog that matched his suit, yeah, which. You don't think about little dogs as accessories when you're Orlando Bloom. Or no. maybe you do. Or maybe he was like, you know what? I'm the new Paris Hilton. Like, I'm about to snap. Like, And I think <laughs> he kind of did. Because he, he, he actually looked good, and everyone was talking about it. And I wonder if Katy Perry was involved. I thought that was Katy Perry's dog originally, actually. But it turns out they just have very similar looking dogs. Oh. Yeah. Like, which is gay of them, first of all, <laughs> yeah. to get, like, matching-ass dogs. Maybe they got them separately. I have no, I haven't followed Orlando Bloom and Katie's love life at all, but if they did get matching dogs, that is very lesbian culture. Um, just for a bit more background information, he went to the Boss show, right. like, Hugo Boss. And right. it's like, if Orlando Bloom was going to show up to a fashion show, I'm not surprised it's the Boss show. Yeah, of course. But more importantly, like, I hate that we're talking about Orlando Bloom and that damn dog, <laughs> instead of Cara and Ashley, who were giving me gay God. bitch how I'm many too times easy to please I know I am too easy to please you know how, also me? how many times have you brought that up this week probably <laughs> oh, a million shit. bajillion You're times right. yeah. you know what I'm gonna take a break I'm gonna go down to bisexual for a minute and just <laughs> ease in you know but they they look so hot like the tailoring the, anyway yes I guess that's kind of the perfect segue into our Fashion Month Roundup, which by the time this episode comes out, we will be done. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> but there were some fun moments to discuss. Which is what we're about <laughs> to do. <laughs> but before we jump in, now is the perfect time to introduce our special guest, paper editor and the genius behind Paper's Internet Explorer column, Sandra Song. Oh, thank you. You flatter me. I do love being called a genius, I will say. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said it. <laughs> thank you for being here today. Wait, can you tell us first where everyone can follow you online? Absolutely. S-N-D-R-S-N-G across all socials. Cheek. We were saying every time someone has a social handle that's all the same on one platform, it's so hot. I'm just old, so I've been. <laughs> Shut the fuck. I've like, <laughs> I've been around. I've I've staked it out. Oh like, my god! <laughs> it's true though. That's yeah. how I feel about it. 
There's been so much going on. I feel like usually I'm more tapped into Fashion Month, and this year I didn't really care. I kind of came and went, but I will say that there were so many like weird celebrity cameos all yeah. throughout the month. Um, that I think we should talk about today because I know you guys both have some, probably some weird opinions on this. Yeah, right? as in bad opinions. <laughs> yeah. Informed fashion industry opinions. Okay, who oh. are some of the people? Um, <laughs> I'm like, don't gas me up too much again. I'm literally in a sweater from like eight years ago. <laughs> there's a hole. Yeah, there's, don't think. Don't think for a minute. Yeah. We brought in the best for this fashion we month round up. I the best, baby. Fashion. <laughs> Um, okay, so here are a few of the people that we think are worth talking about from this month. Um, Leslie Jones at Christian Siriano. Lena Dunham walking 16 Arlington, which is a fashion brand, a new one in London. Miley Cyrus walking Marc Jacobs, we talked about last week. Nikita Dragon, who apparently fell down the runway in rehearsals at Philip Pline, which was a messy fucking Kobe tribute. Yeah. Bill Nye dancing to Lizzo at New York Fashion Week. And then the girls from Cheer at Brandon Maxwell doing a lot of cheering. <laughs> doing what they do best. <laughs> doing what they do best. Cheering. <laughs> a lot of cheering. Um, okay, so let's start with Sandra. What is, like, of this list, what stands out to you? Uh, the one you didn't mention, Isa Ray. I was about to call oh, him out. Sh- <laughs> I was like, okay, and that is racism. Oh my god! <laughs> you went straight to Bill Nye. You said, no, 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 no. I, I see my white man here. Oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I fully skipped over Issa Rae and went to Bill oh Nye. Oh my god! I know, wow. and it even has Lisa Rinna, like <laughs> your queen. <laughs> I will Justin's accept queen, the hate. Lisa Rinna. I'll accept my fate, whatever comes from this. Okay, well, Sandra, can you describe the moment you were talking about? Absolutely. So obviously, we're at the Rodarte. Oh god. See, I'm so bad at this. Redarte. No, you're in a safe space. We're at this show, and obviously, front row, we have Lisa Rinna and her two daughters, the Little Hamlins, and Issa <laughs> Rae is so not interested mm-hmm. in being in this photo <laughs> with this family <laughs> that she's just cold shouldering them entirely. Dead and eyes. Dead eyed, like staring at something <laughs> on the ground. Like it's like it's like the look that I like gave my date the other night. Like just like pure agony and I'm like, here and there's nothing I can do about like it. Like the <laughs> yeah. physical encapsulation of just, you know, existence. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was like so violently relatable to look at. I was like, oh she doesn't go fuck about these people right next to her. She was like, I see you taking the super cross legged. Like her legs were tightly wound. She was just like <laughs> sitting up so straight, like clearly Uninvolved, I know, but she hoping she, for the crop, begging to not be begging in it. for the crop. <laughs> She's like, please, did it crop me? I don't need to be in. This. I mean, she had to like circle back afterwards because everyone was like, "What was that?" And <laughs> she was just like, "I don't know. Like, I just, you know, didn't." <laughs> what did she say? She was like, "I just, you know, didn't want like I like shouldered away. Like, I just didn't want to be in the photo." Oh, I Which didn't know she fair. responded. Yeah, she, I didn't like, know either. But also, but the the eye contact of Lisa Rinna and her daughters are extra crazy too. Like, that's the also that's yeah. a weird part of the photo too. They just look so scary. Okay, but like when they do, they like not. <laughs> like, <laughs> like maybe it's part of their brand a little bit to look scary. Yeah, like in a good I actually way. get that. I feel like that's part of my brand as well. Yeah. Well, that's I think true. like intense is a better word. Thank you. Okay, yeah, thank you. Intense, Intense. yeah. That'll work for me. Justin, what was one of your favorite moments? 
Um, uh, or I guess like maybe it doesn't have to be even favorite. Just like I know. The biggest. To be honest, I also feel like I was kind of checked out this fashion month. Um, I guess like Leslie Jones, even though this isn't new. She does this every season. I think everyone takes Fashion Week so seriously. Yeah. The front row can be a very scary, chaotic place for no reason, is my point. Like, okay, yes. everyone gasses it up and likes to think it means something. It means something to the designers because they want to have celebrities there because it means that they're going to get right. pressed. Like, there's and it's a, become such a strategy thing now. Right. There's sure. a model for it. It, like, sometimes works. But Leslie Jones' front row is such a fun, like, breath of fresh air from all the people who take it so seriously, mm-hmm. who get to their seat and, like, stone-cold fl- face, like, legs crossed, like, the, the Lisa Rinna kind of vibe. And basically, she just screams the whole show at every model passing, yeah. and it's so nice. It is so nice, yeah. because I also love how it's a callback to, you know, like, when, uh, you know, they've had such a beautiful friendship over the years, like, ever since the Ghostbusters stuff, and he, like, did that custom dress for oh, her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, I just, like, love that mutual support. Yeah. Like, I just... That is the friendship. I, I do. I feel <laughs> yeah. like it is a, a breath of fresh air. Like the seriousness that is fashion makes it so inaccessible and so silly. And I think that's why, like, for them, it's not having her there for like, ooh, like this will get picked up or yeah. yeah, it's not for that. It's literally just like, I like you and this is fun and like you're fun and make me feel excited about all this work I yeah. just put into this. Well, because a fashion show can be fun. It's a production. There's loud music. There's famous people, there's hot models, they all look good. It's so weird that we just sit there and stare at them. We should be screaming at them. Yeah. Okay, Peyton, of this list, what is worth talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not Lena Dunham, obviously. But I will say the Issa Rae moment really, yeah, I said that. The Issa Rae moment really resonated with me emotionally, spiritually, as a black woman. (laughs) Um, I saw myself in her eyes. Um, But my problematic ass. I actually will have to say Bill and I dancing to Lizzo while walking down the <laughs> runway really filled a gaping hole in my heart. And like, fun fact actually, Bill and I um, was once sitting at The Grove, which is this freaky outdoor mall, shitty, weird place in LA. Um, and when I was in eighth grade, I saw him and obviously we all grew up with Bill Nye and his science videos and whatever the fuck. But I went over to him and I was like, oh my God, Bill Nye, like, can I take a photo with you? And he was like, well, can I finish my hot dog first? <gasps> and it was wow. so rude to wait. me. And I was like 14. <laughs> wait. Like, wait, that's fair though like, on his end. Like, Justin's like, I've been the <laughs> guest. Yeah. But it's also just very out of character. Yeah, right? he's just like, so nice. You're only introduced to him in this way that is so like bubbly and funny and freaky and strange. And so I was like, oh, why wouldn't he love like a kid running up to him? And he was literally like, fuck off right burned by him um the lizzo was really like cute and fun and like kind of reminded me of like my dad okay so one of the new things actually this season was the rise of tiktok stars present at fashion shows specifically charlie d'amelio who was invited by prada to come to the show and create content while she was there which brings us to a much bigger conversation. A much bigger conversation <laughs> about TikTok right. and the rise of TikTok specifically in fashion yeah. spaces. Yeah. Yeah, I will say, like, the the use of influencer outside of, like, the normal celebrity space is definitely, like, not new. But, like, because TikTok has taken off in such a very interesting, crazy, viral way, it is – it's interesting to see how rapidly they've been invited into the, these mainstream mm-hmm. spaces. 
Right, like it used to take forever for like anyone. I, I don't even think YouTubers are really even. Right, yeah. that's so like, interesting. Like James Charles going to the Met Gala was such a, what did he say? Oh, like, what did he call <laughs> it? Something crazy. It was just like influencer representation basically, but right. specifically for YouTubers. Like, I mean, it is smart for fashion to be thinking this way because everyone's yeah. quickly losing relevancy and you have to keep up with who's really popular. Right. And TikTok stars are sweeping mm -hmm. the internet. Because it's not just on TikTok. Yeah. It like lives on every other platform. Like I honestly, like I know so many people listening to this are gonna hate me that are like whatever, however old they are, but like I end up finding most of the TikToks that I've seen and love on Twitter, on Twitter. and Instagram. Mm -hmm. Thank you Both. for saying that. It's like, yeah. It's I like, like a when... filtering system. Exactly. <laughs> I'm also just too lazy to keep swiping and oh, swiping. Yeah. Because I've done that and it, then it's 5 a.m. and I'm like on crack. And yeah. I'm like, oh, just now I know every lesbian on TikTok. Great. Like, but I also crazy. don't need to see like a, a trailer like or like a tractor video and like after a cat <laughs> video or after like a clown yeah. makeup tutorial. Yeah. I'm like... <laughs> I have a very specific set of interests yeah. <laughs> and, and your algorithm is not learning it fast enough. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, TikTok stars are really everywhere these days. Like Super Bowl commercials, shout out to our queen, Brittany Broski, who was on um, an earlier episode of ours. Go back and listen to it. Fashion week and also like um, the NBA All-Star game. So what do you think is the main reason that TikTok, like what pushed it to the mainstream? Because like we said, it happened really quickly, but what do you think, Sandra, is the reason that it's become something you can't ignore? I mean, just in terms of like numbers and engagement data, like you cannot argue with the millions upon millions of kids that are on TikTok yeah. and religiously do things on it, participate in challenges, are always sharing like these videos all over again like they make it to twitter and they make it to instagram like all the time like you don't even really need a tiktok to know what tiktok is and what it <laughs> yeah. tiktok does yeah like it's very strange but it's cool but i think it's also kind of like interesting to see how legitimized it has become just like in the past couple months even yeah like seeing that uh no one eubanks mm -hmm. like fronting the Celine campaign and then like also Charlie wasn't the only TikTok influencer that was present during fashion month like um in Milan I think Little Huddy everyone was like that it, it, everyone was just baffled you know at first they were like who are these kids yeah, but literally. you know all their fans were like loving it yeah obviously because like again like they're all dressed head to toe and like told <laughs> Again, <laughs> we don't endorse Dolce, Dolce yeah. & Gabbana. I said Dolce & Gabbana. That works. Know. Yeah, that works, honestly. Um, Wait, but weren't some people critical of kind of how cheesy it was to be creating TikToks like at the Prada event versus something more organic? Like, it, I think people relate to these teenagers making these videos in their bedrooms and they're like 17 at home. And it's kind of like once you enter the corporate, like a luxury fashion space, it becomes weird to start doing these dances like on the runway. I mean, it is weird because, like, I I always believe that the big appeal of TikTok to people was the fact that it's so, like, kind of left field and weird and, like, mm -hmm. all over the place and, like, kind of a little darker in yeah. humor sometimes. And, like, but when you're basically elevated to doing SpawnCon for, like, Prada backstage and, like, doing, yeah. like, a cute little two-second dance with a bunch of models, it's kind <laughs> of like, this is not, this isn't, this doesn't feel right. 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 Like, what even is that? Yeah. Because also likely the people they're reaching are not people that are going to be like, oh, like they're a Fendi. Okay, like now I'm going to buy Fendi. Like be uh, just from like the demographic of age, right? Like we're not actually reaching people with 
bank accounts that they, that, they, that don't belong <laughs> to their parents, you know? Yeah, I yeah. mean, in my opinion, obviously. I mean, never underestimate, you know. The, never underestimate the youth, for The youth well. who, yeah. who want something, you know? Mm-hmm. Next that season, you're going to see all the 12-year-olds in Prada. Wait, but speaking of privilege, I was going to say, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see who actually gets all the money and the attention and the, and the credit. Right. Because, I mean, Peyton, we were talking about this when we weren't recording, but it's like... With anything, the whitest, the prettiest, the skinniest usually takes credit for the things that have started from... Definitely first, and then eventually people are like, wait, something's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But, like, I think what's really interesting is that the NBA did, like, half the work because what they did after it came out that the young girl that started the renegade dance was this young black girl, because everything is started by young black girls, by the way, and it got picked up by mostly, like, white TikTokers. Everyone wanted to, like, give her time and energy, being like, yes, she's the one that started it, to a point where everyone was like, this bitch is probably exhausted. She's been doing the renegade dance all over the place. But she got flown out by the NBA to go perform the renegade dance at the NBA All-Star Game. But what was interesting is there was this another viral tweet about the girl, this girl who started another dance. I forgot the name of it. Sorry, sue me. But... (laughs) these three young white girls performed it and she was like damn not the nba like flying these girls out she and she's like i'm not even mad at those girls like i love them i follow them too but like this is my dance like i started it and i was just like oh fuck that sucks we were halfway there but actually like another black queer girl actually was one that started like another viral yeah well so while it's exciting seeing all these new influencers in these spaces it is up to the brands with all this money to make sure they're doing their research and putting their money in the right places which is very rarely the most famous white person that's getting the credit yeah right there's always a (laughs) black girl behind them yeah (laughs) it's really weird though because i feel like we've been having the same exact conversation for like literal years yeah on every platform yeah Yeah. on every single platform particularly like vine too like i feel like that was a thing on vine yeah totally in particular but which is weird because also you know like the whole vine versus tiktok thing has also been kind of on my mind the debate you know right but like why why do you guys think like one petered off and now (laughs) tiktok is in charge yeah. of everything. Yeah. I mean, RIP Vine. I was never like I was never stand really out on, on Vine. Yeah. I was on it, but like my Vines were very. I'm glad the app is gone for. I'm just going to say that about my Vines. <laughs> but I think there's this weird animosity that's built between like maybe it's like millennials and like Gen Z. Of course it is. Yeah. Because I mean, when we were younger, we thought that everything that we were doing for the first time is better than anyone that was older. It's like you stupid old people. And and like now we're getting to the point where it's like teenagers to us are like you stupid old idiots. And we're like, I'm just 25 years old. I am a stupid old idiot though. I mean, I'm not going to argue. Like honestly, the kids are always right. They (laughs) are though. No, it's true. Like you have, you have to listen. Like I still was like, whoa Twitter like <laughs> yeah, I remember wild. that moment yeah. <laughs> I will say like it's not that I'm against TikTok at all I actually love it I think it's you have to be so creative and have a lot of time to be able to do it but it also is it's like a scary platform to go down because it just never ends and it's 5 a.m. and you're waking up and you're like oh it never ends I guess I'm yeah. deep in lesbian well, TikTok well, now. well nothing ever ends <sighs> 
Well, Sandra, how do you feel about TikTok? I mean, I think TikTok is great. I'm personally not on it because I am not nearly as coordinated nor savvy <laughs> oh, enough yeah. to I wish navigate. I was. Yeah. But, you know, I do really like like to lurk. I'm a lurker for sure. And it's really nice to see all the really supportive, lovely comments. Like, it's a really beautiful, inclusive space. Like, I've been seeing a lot of different challenges that are also really celebratory of, like, natural beauty. Like, yes, yes. I just wrote something about that, like, the other day. And I was like, this is so nice. Yeah. Like, they're all taking care of each other and they're all boosting each other up versus, like, Vine, which I feel like was a little meaner sometimes. Mm. <laughs> or it was just, like, based in, like, sort of, like, stunts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Vine. <laughs> yeah, I will I agree. I think that it's a place that we're – or it's a place that we're observing that we're seeing a lot more celebratory things coming from young people, which, like – all we remember is like bullying and yeah. chaos and people. Right. MySpace was being mean. in the closet. MySpace shit. was yeah. me. The bulletins. I can't believe we just brought up MySpace. Sorry, like shit. to really date us. <laughs> no. I mean, I had MySpace when I was in middle school, so it, it makes it. Acceptable. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> you weren't allowed to be on MySpace. It was 13 and over. Yeah, I did it illegally. It was, I was. I know. Sue me, Tom. Yeah, I'm <laughs> the creator of. I think right before we spiral, that's maybe like a great place to end this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Sandra. And again, remind us, where can we follow you? At SNDR, SNG, across platforms. <laughs> <laughs> so hot. Uh, thank you to the girls and the gays and the girls and the gays specifically on TikTok, actually. And uh, very special thanks to our listeners for tuning in. And shout out to anyone who made it this far in this episode, because this felt crazy. I know. Keep <laughs> listening. We will be back with a new episode next week. And if you love Internet-y or even slightly enjoy it, and if you fucking hate both of us, <laughs> please be sure to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. See you next week. I have nothing important to say besides the fact that I think I look hot in the video, so that's the only reason I posted it. There, I said it. Okay, give us your name. Oh, I think it's just Justin T. Moran. I think I'm I'm. Across See, you're the, an all across platforms yeah, yeah, bitch yeah. too. I think it's Justin T. Moran across wow, everything. So it's just me who's poor, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> My yeah. opposite handles. So if you want to watch me dancing in my kitchen shirtless because I think I look hot, go ahead.